I'm Dylan. And I'm Sam. And, and this, this is, is the Last Minute Sports Podcast. Podcast. Welcome to episode four. We're going to jump straight into it with some college, college football. football. So week five ended uh, about a week ago at this point. Week six is currently starting. We're going to get to upset alert in a bit. And right now, week five, there are a lot of takeaways, a lot of ranked teams losing. I mean, UCLA defeating uh, ranked number 15th Washington on a Friday night game. That's a huge upset. I mean, Washington looked fantastic, but this was their first road game. Dylan, was that one of your games in upset watch last week or no? That actually was. Uh, I, that's there you go. You phenomenal got right. game. Um, I was, I was a three and two last week. It just... That's pretty good for upsets. I mean, picking three and two, that's solid. Yeah, I mean, upset looks, especially in college, uh, three and two is fantastic, especially for my first week on this segment. Yeah, college is completely yeah, random. A lot of takeaways were uh, FSU Wake Forest. I mean, that game could have gone either way. It was literally 22 against 23. I think both teams are still phenom- phenomenal. It's just really... Uh, who's going to continue being on that sort of bull eligible race? Yeah, one game I really want to talk about is Alab- uh Sorry, Mizzou and Georgia. Georgia barely winning that game and ends. Uh, they end up dropping to the two. Yeah, I mean M- Mizzou gave Georgia three quarters of hell. Um, yeah. I think uh, Missouri, their coaching staff and players forgot there was a fourth quarter. <laughs> um, at halftime, Mizzou led sixteen to six. Uh, yeah. That is the first time uh, that UGA has. Not led at halftime this entire season. Especially allowing 22 points with that good of a defense is very surprising, too. They don't normally allow that amount of points unless it's a blowout. Yeah, I know. There are people listening right now being mean, like, Dylan, Sam, it's an SEC opponent. It's a Power 5 conference. But it's Mizzou, though. It's not like it's Bama. It's right. not like it's Florida, possibly. It's Missouri. They've been recon- uh, They've been bad for multiple years. Yeah. Probably the last good quarterback was Drew Locke. <sighs> yeah. He did um, not transition well to the NFL. No, uh, I mean Clemson, NC State. I was wrong. I was wrong that that wasn't on upset watch. Uh, but I did tweet out saying NC State still wins this. I was wrong. They lost. <laughs> yeah. Um, but no, that was uh, their I, first loss of the season. Yeah. Uh, and but it's a big. It, it wasn't that big of a loss considering uh, Clemson was five and NC State was ten. It only knocked them down four positions to week six. Finally, seen Clemson return to that Deshaun Watson uh, Clemson team. See, now that you said that, they're going to lose this week. Probably. <laughs> Probably. Um, it's really hard. That team was so good. Um, another, The last game I really want to talk about, uh, game-wise, of Week 5 was Arkansas ramming Alabama, making them for a run for their money. But then Alabama, you know. They, they won. They won. Uh, Bryce Young gets injured with a shoulder injury in that Will game. Will not play this week. Will not play this week. I mean, it is a big loss, but once again, Alabama is like Bama. one of the schools that, you know... You lose a player, uh, you know, another five-star. I mean, at one point they had Tua, Mack, and Jalen Hurts on one team. Trust me, they're going to have death at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, out of all the teams that can lose their starting quarterback, I feel like Bama's just not. I It might take Bryce Young out of a Heisman race, but I think right. C.J. Stroud leads that it's right now. really not that big of a deal, the no. loss of him. Like, obviously it sucks. You never want to see a guy with that potential get hurt anyway, even if it's one week. But okay, So that's all the news pertaining to week five of uh, the college football season. Let's move on to this week's uh, takes on Upset Watch. We're going to have three games this week. So no, game number one, I think FSU takes the win at NC State. Yeah, get- the, uh, FSU is currently unranked after their loss to Wake Forest, and NC State is sitting at number 14. That's an ACC matchup. Could we see North Carolina possibly make an insane playoff push? I mean, they could. They really need to win out if they really want to. They need someone like Bama or Georgia to lose a now, game. Now, do they play Bama or Georgia? I do not believe so. I will pull up their schedule. In the meantime, we have a multiple ranked matchups in this upset watch. We only have three games this week. Uh, the second game being uh, Tennessee playing at Baton Rouge, LSU. Yeah, and uh, Ryan Kelly had a slow start, and they're 
only and F uh sorry LSU's only loss to uh, FSU Brian Kelly sorry and uh, this is gonna be a great game in Baton Rouge. Yeah, I mean I really think it's gonna be great. Uh, LSU really has the home field advantage because SEC crowds, especially one of LSU's, yeah. is really loud. Hundred thousand people in those stands. I mean realistically, Sam, uh, they should be five and zero. They uh, FSU just got really lucky on a lot of special teams plays. One thing I find that's a little off the path here about. Uh, college football is that I find it weird that some of their stadiums just have 30,000 more people than the biggest NFL stadium. Yeah, I mean, you got to take into effect the student. Uh, yeah, the students. I mean, for example, at UF, they have, uh, I think, a student body of, I think, close to almost 70,000. Yeah. So, majority of that is students, and obviously, alum of SEC schools are crazy fo- yeah. football fans. Um, and then the last upset watch, I have UCLA taking the win at home against Utah. Utah is currently ranked 11th and UCLA 18. And uh, UCLA is 5-0, and and really, Utah's only legitimate opponent they lost to in Week 1, which was Florida. Yeah, I mean, they did lose to Florida in Week 1, but even then, I mean, Florida just hasn't looked great. Uh, I think it was a fluke win, and they just have been riding that wave of uh, overratedness uh, for mediocrity. The past couple, mediocrity for the past couple Even weeks. Even though they're 4-1 and one and ranked, what, 8? believe so, they're ranked yeah, 8. Who? Yeah, Utah. No, Utah's currently ranked 11th. I 11? think Utah is currently riding the oh, wave. Oh, yeah, sorry. And so is Florida. I mean, Florida's no longer ranked, but I think those two teams have just been riding the wave based on their past couple games of performance. Yeah, moving on to some MLB, Aaron Judge hits a 60-second home run this past week. I mean, good for him. He does it in 161 games, actually does it within the season. So and not on roids, so that is that is the home run record for not on roids, right? Yes, I mean, it is cool. Uh, I saw this tweet, and I do stand by it. I mean, Barry Bonds is the home run leader. Insane that he's not in the Hall of Fame. Roids or not. Uh, Aaron Judge is an insane accomplishment. Yeah, he's going to he's gonna take the triple crown. And uh, one thing I found hilarious about that 60-second home run is the guy who dove into the bullpen to try and catch the ball completely missed. Nobody's checked up on that guy to see if it's okay. But uh, $2 million is what that ball's being. Yeah, I think about. he's more hurt mentally than physically, Sam. I mean, that's a huge loss. I mean, that's pretty much set for life. Honestly. Life-changing money, yeah. And uh, the MLB playoffs are currently going on as we speak with the Phillies playing the Cardinals. Yeah, as of right now, the playoffs started. Two out of the four games of today, uh, October 7th, have already ended. Uh, the Cleveland Guardians lead 1-0 to the Tampa Bay Rays, and uh, the Phillies lead uh, 1-0 against the Cardinals. Cleveland Guardians is up there for one of the worst names in sports, for sure. I think along with the Utah Jazz, because Utah and Jazz just doesn't make any sense. They used to be in New Orleans, and they just never changed their name. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty bad. Uh, I think one of the best matchups in the first round that we're going to see is obviously the Padres-Mets. Uh, a lot of teams that were hyped up coming into the season kind of fell off a little yeah, bit. Especially with that Tati suspension. Yeah, that ta- they're going to feel that. I think Juan Soto really needs to step up in this playoff run if they want to make a run, especially uh, competing with my 111-win Dodgers. Uh, uh Congratulations, Seattle Mariners are currently playing the Toronto Blue Jays. First time in 18 years. 21. 21 years. Yeah, last time uh, they played Ichiro Suzuki Oof. was a rookie. Wow. And now uh, now the Kings, Sacramento Kings, have the longest playoff drought in uh, sports. I believe that is 16? 16 years. Yeah. yeah. Back when Chris Webber was on the team, way back in the early 2000s. And uh, that's all we really have for baseball today. Yeah, it's really going to be interesting uh, seeing how everything works out. Uh, we could see some upsets. I mean, Seattle Mariners are currently up 4-0 at the end of the fifth. Uh, no real shockers at, as of right now. Uh, so, NHL season, it starts tomorrow. My Buffalo Sabres are probably going to be awful once again. That No one's going to be surprised by that. 
Yeah, I mean, your team, I mean, the Buffalo Sabres, they haven't been good. It's been It's been a it's been long years. time. Since the your, 90s. Yeah, when your, made your, a drought, cups. your drought has been long. Uh, shockingly, my Edmonton Oilers, they did make it to the Western Conference Finals last year, lost to the, the reigning uh, champs, the Avs. Um, with Connor McDavid, anything's possible. Yeah, I mean, you got Connor McDavid, you got Leon Dreisel, they added a bunch of stuff. I mean, I'm excited to see how this goes. Uh, I plan on going to a game at some point. It's going to be really interesting. Yeah, what's uh, what's the first game? What's the kickoff game? The Do we know? Kickoff game. To the, the puck NHL. drop. The puck, the puck drop. drop game. Sorry, I kick off. Uh, by the looks of it, is the Nashville Predators versus the San Jose Sharks. Well, currently it's boring. in San Jose, but Nashville is favored. It's gonna be interesting. I love hockey. It's a nice, relaxing sport. Uh, all right. So another season that's starting very soon is the NBA, and we actually had our first full week of the preseason this weekend. Uh, I mean the Phoenix Suns. Lu- so ever since. Um, Lucas said everyone acting tough when they up when Devin Booker was talking trash. I mean, the Suns have been awful. They got decimated in that game seven and they lost to the Adeline 36ers. Yeah, the Adeline 36ers are a uh, a world basketball team from, I think, Australia. It's the NBL, I think. Is N- what it's I'm called. pretty Na- sure. National Basketball League. Uh, they won, I think, by a good solid 10 point margin. 10, or 10 to 20, somewhere around there. I mean, that's just how do you lose to a. Uh, a non-NBA team in the preseason. They, they were playing their starters, too. Yeah, it's, in my opinion, it's the equivalent of a FBS college football team losing in their first ever, in their first game of the season to a really, really small FS, FCS school. Yeah, I mean, the Suns, I mean, just the way they ended last season and coming into this season, especially with their owner looking to sell the team, I think we could see a, a Suns completely fall apart. Yeah, I mean, there are certain teams, like, for example, the Lakers, uh, I haven't really been playing their starters, which yeah, makes sense. Always, I mean, you have right. Braun. Anthony Davis will probably get injured if you put him in. Yeah, let's be honest here. With it, he'll probably only play less than half the games. It's yeah, uh, habit for him. At for this reference, point. though, uh, although the Adeline Thirty uh, Sixers did beat the Suns uh, a couple days ago, they did lose, however, last night to the Oklahoma Thunder by a, almost a forty point margin. The Suns or the Thirty Sixers? The Thunder won uh, by almost a forty point margin against the Thirty Sixers. Oh, uh, okay. Well, so that, that might show how bad the Suns could be. No, I mean, the Thunder have a chance to tank for Victor Webanyama, which is actually something I want to bring up. Victor Webanyama playing his first ever games in uh, America against G League Ignite, and Webanyama is easily the best prospect uh, since LeBron. I know people have said that about Zion, but Webanyama clears. He's a seven foot five forward that can shoot threes off the dribble. He can shoot fadeaway threes. He has the defensive skill set of Rudy Gobert. I mean, this guy's going to be crazy. But a hot take here, I don't think he's going to pan out in the NBA because guys that are that tall never stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, speaking of Zion, uh, Shaq actually made a statement the other day saying Zion's new slim physique might actually cause him more uh, injuries in the future, which is possible. Yeah. I mean, for someone who's always been a big player, to slimming down. That, yeah. And he has, still has a lot of muscle, but he doesn't have that bulk like Shaq did when he yeah. was 400. But hey, it is a different league now. Shaq, I mean, if Shaq was still in the league in his prime, he would obviously drop so many points in the yeah. paint. But obviously, it's not a lot of people are playing like that anymore. Yeah, and I just think Webanyama is going to be absolutely ridiculous. I think this is going to be the most tanky we've ever seen in an NBA season because I think any team that has like no chance of making the play in automatically going to tank. We could see ten teams completely tank this year. It's going to be sad to watch. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, well, Sam, uh, the basketball season starts October eighteenth, so you know what time it is. It is time for the way too early finals takes. All right, so we're going to pick for conference finals and finals. Uh, we could start with our Eastern Conference. I think that is going to be the Brooklyn Nets at the Milwaukee Bucks. Uh, 
they have Giannis, and then you still have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. The Celtics, we've talked about Ime Doka for the past couple of weeks. They're not going to make it back. My Miami Heat are just running it back. And there's while the East is loaded, no teams are as good as the Brooklyn Nets and Milwaukee Bucks. Yeah, I mean, it's really going to be weird to see how Brooklyn is going to uh, pan out. I mean, is everyone going to be healthy? Will Ben Simmons play as Ben Simmons usually used to do? Way um, back. Way back. But I'm talking about, is I mean, Ben Simmons was good for a point of time, but we haven't seen him play yeah. for, what, a year, two years at this point? A uh, year and a half. Year and a half. Yeah, it's it's rough. Uh, I, w- I agree with you. Bucks obviously make it back at least to the yep. conference finals. It's really going to be interesting. I feel like the Celtics don't make it after the suspension of their head coach. Who's your other team in the... Eastern Conference Finals. I want to say Cleveland because of the Donovan Mitchell edition, I like which that. is going to be inter- interesting. I think they're a little too young. I don't think they have the playoff experience. Donovan Mitchell, yes, but or else no one has playoff experience on that team. Jared Allen, I believe, made it with the Nets in 2018. Yeah, I mean, I think the 76ers are just going to... I don't think they're really going to make it that far. I feel like they're just going to get overhyped, uh, sort of very they're, similar to the Brooklyn Nets situation. They're going to go out how they do every year in the uh, semifinals. So I, I have the Milwaukee Bucks going back to going back to the finals. I know they didn't last year, too. Yeah, I, I wouldn't, think the Bucks I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, there is one team I am ex- I, I do expect to make a uh, rogue run uh, yeah. for the conference final, but maybe just a deep run to the playoffs. And that is actually the Chicago Bulls. Uh, I don't know why. I just have a weird feeling about this. I mean, maybe that weird feeling comes from your slight bias as a Bulls fan. I have no idea what you're talking about. Uh, I don't know. I feel like DeMar with Zach Levine, uh, that's a good Lonzo is out for probably the entire season. Again. I mean, it is a big loss, but not as big as people think. I mean, you have young guards like Caruso. Io DeSumo and Caruso. Who have been phenomenal. I mean, you still got Damar and Zach Levine, and you have Andre Drummond, which they added, which isn't phenomenal, but it is a nice addition. Uh, moving on to the Western Conference, I have the Golden State Warriors and the Los Angeles Clippers, and I think the Clippers are a little overhyped. But I mean, you have Kawhi Leonard, you have the best shooting guard in the league in Paul George, and you just added John Wall. You have great bench depth, Reggie Jackson. I think that the Warriors go back. Yeah, I mean, Warriors, obviously, I mean, it's, I'd be more shocked if they don't make it back to at least the conference finals. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just don't really agree with the Clippers. I mean, the Clippers just, they're always expected to make uh, deep playoff runs, and they never do. Uh, I just don't they know what to expect. They can stay healthy, that. though. If they can stay healthy, it's a dangerous I don't think five. there's another team. I think maybe the Nuggets would be the only team I would take over the Clippers. I don't think there's any other teams in the West that can make it that far. I actually wouldn't mind seeing a Golden State Grizzlies final. I, I mean, that'd be interesting. I just feel like the Western uh, division is going to be very weak, and I think Golden State just takes the win on that. Yeah. Speaking of the Warriors, did you see Draymond Green punch Jordan Poole? Yeah. Uh, the video came out today. Uh, we were. Uh, it was reported as an altercation. That was not an altercation. Green was getting up in Poole's face. Poole kind of shoves him, and Draymond Green comes, punches him, and... Like, Poole went, like, dead. Like, yeah, his I'm, body just collapsed. I mean, knowing the history uh, with certain Draymond. players, I, won- I I can only assume that someone, maybe starting first name with a D, might have started the fight uh, or something. He did. Um, but speaking of the Western Conference, let's uh, let's move on to a player who we saw in preseason again, and he did airball Westbrook. Oh, 
But who is the worst Russ? Is it Russell Wilson or is it Russell Westbrook? Both people getting traded either this season or last season have been awful for their new teams. Yeah, I feel like you have to factor in the contract at this point. I mean, if you factor in that $250 million. Both of them Wilson, have $250 million. Really? Um, wow. Westbrook signed a $250 million deal with the Thunder. Mm-hmm. Then he was traded to the Rockets. So he had played one year with the Thunder. One year. It was a five-year $250 million. Same thing as Russell Wilson. One year, one year with the Thunder. Then he went to the Rockets one year, then to the Wizards one year, then to the Lakers one year, and he'll probably play for the Lakers this season. But yeah, they both have the same contract. I mean, it's going to be tough. I In the preseason, we saw Russell Westbrook. He airballed a free throw. Uh, I know he said he was going to be back. It just doesn't look like it. I feel like we're going to have to see him actually in an actual game. But as of right now, I would say Wilson. Uh, it's a little... I'm going to disagree with you there. I'm going to say Westbrook because although his efficiency, his efficiency really has always been bad his entire career. It was especially worse that last year, but he still put up 27 and 7. And even if that's inefficient, that's still pretty good numbers for a guy that's getting uh, that's getting talked bad about as much as he is. I think West, West Brick is better than Wilson. Interrupting here a little bit. Breaking news, actually. The NFL Players Association is pushing for the concussion protocol to be pushed up to this weekend to be changed. Oh, they're going to change it this weekend? They're pushing up due to the amount of concussions that happened last week and in last night's game. Interesting. As of right now, it has been approved. Wow. All right. So I we're going to move away from basketball now. We're going to go into our main thing, the NFL. And we're going to start with my top five and bottom five teams, just like we did last week. And inst- I'm going to start with my fifth best team in the NFL with the Minnesota Vikings. Uh, three and one. Their only loss coming to the Philadelphia Eagles, the only undefeated team in the NFL. And they've looked good. When Jefferson goes off like he does, they're, they're not going to lose a game. Yeah, I mean, I want to see them up against some more big target opponents. I mean, they played last week in London against the Saints, Saints. without Jameis Winston, without Michael Thomas. I do think that beating the Lions, actually, if you look at that on paper, you might not think it's a big deal, but the Lions have the best offense in the NFL. So beating the Lions and holding them to only 21 points, I think you got to give them credit there. Yeah, I mean, their their defense did take a huge hit, though. Last week, uh, Lewis signed their uh, first-round pick last year, uh, this year, actually, technically. Uh, safety did get injured with a broken leg. He actually had to stay mm. in London for surgery. Ooh. Moving on to my hot take, the fourth-best team in the league, I have the San Francisco 49ers. You beat the Super Bowl. You beat the defending Super Bowl champs on Monday night. Uh, okay, so they lost to the Bears and they lost to the Broncos. Which losing to the Broncos is awful. Who they beat in Week Two? Do we remember Week Two? I'm pretty sure that is a. I they beat the Seahawks. Yeah, they beat the Seahawks, and the Seahawks have actually been pretty good. But I think that the Forty ers have one of the best defenses in the NFL. You have Nick Bosa, Defensive Player of the Year this year, and I think when Jimmy Garoppolo just doesn't do anything stupid like he did running out of the end zone, I think that the 49ers are going to be a very hard team to beat. I have no comment on that. I don't like the 49ers. I'm a Rams fan. I have no comment. Three, <laughs> three I have the Chiefs destroyed the Bucks on Sunday night. Uh, they only beat them by 10, but they put up 41 points on the Bucks defense. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes, oh my God. Uh, I had a field day on Twitter about that game. I was watching that. I think... Ooh, I tweet out a lot during that game. Mahomes the first half, easily he looks phenomenal. MVP caliber season loading for him. I mean, there's so many MVP caliber people that we will talk about later. Uh, number two, Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, a rocky win against the Jags. Started off really bad. They came back and they won. Uh, their quality win was against the Vikings, which is a quality win. I still think that once they play a very serious 
serious defense or team, I think that they could crumble. And number one, I have my Buffalo Bills. Now, I why the Bills are still number one is because they were down 17 points at half. The Bills haven't won a one-score game since the 2020 season. And to be able to come back and hold Lamar Jackson to no points in the second half is ridiculous. Uh, the Bills got a great win last week. Yeah, I mean, the Bills do look great. I do agree that they're top five. But I feel like at this point in the season, you got to give it to the 4-0 team. Um, that's my personal opinion. I do feel like you're a bit biased, but you know, definitely just, just, just no, my opinion. Um, I mean, it's not a horrible list. I would switch the Eagles with Bills just because I mean, they're four and oh man. No yeah. other team is undefeated right now. All right. So my bottom five, we're going to start with the fifth worst team. And I am making this in mind with last night's Thursday night football game. The fifth worst team is the Broncos. Russell Wilson has washed. That offense is abysmal and the defense is great. No other way to say it. Uh, Panthers at four. They suck. There's not Baker Mayfield is clearly the problem wherever he goes. He does not deserve a starting job. Who's their backup? Uh, it's either Sam Darnold or... Uh, no, Sam Darnold's injured, so I would assume it's P.J. Walker, which is a quarterback that was signed out of the XFL. I mean, I, he might be better than Baker. It'll <laughs> that, be close. That's pretty close. Uh, three is the Commanders. They sit in the same spot they did last week, losing by 15 to the Cowboys. Cowboys have been pretty good this year. Um, Carson Wentz is Carson Wentz. Cooper Rush! Two is the Colts. Um, last night, Matt Ryan also washed, um, Colts offense is bad. Even with Jonathan Taylor, it's been really bad. Yeah, that game was horrendous. We'll talk more about that later. There's a lot of stuff that we need to talk about about that game. And sticking at number one is the Houston Texans, the only winless team in the NFL. Put up a fight against the Chargers, but that's about it. And we are going to move on to our first game from week four. That's not the Thursday night game. Uh, the Minnesota Vikings at... The New Orleans Saints, but in London. Yeah, it's at Wembley Stadium. Uh, it was a good game. I mean, the Red Rocket. Totten- Sorry, that's intro. Uh, Tottenham Hotspur was the stadium, not what? Wembley. I thought it was at Wembley. Tottenham Hotspur. It, I believe it is the name. I think it's a soccer team in uh, London. No, you were right. That's yeah. Fine. Sorry to interrupt. Continue. Uh, no, I mean, the Red Rocket did start. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Andy Dalton. <laughs> I was like, who? Yeah. The Red Rifle. Rifle? No, it's Rocket. I think it's Rocket. Doesn't matter. We'll have this argument later. Um, yeah, so Vikings win barely 28-25. to The second uh, ever double doink in NFL history occurring at the end of the game where the Saints put up a really good fight. They kicked a game-tying field goal. Vikings quickly went down uh, thanks to Justin Jefferson. Kicked a, I think it was a 40-yard game winner. Saints get it back, and Will Lutz is attempting a 61-yarder after just kicking a 60-yarder. And he double doinks. Yeah, I mean, uh, phenomenal performance by... In my opinion, Andy Dalton, I think he got a really good performance. No interceptions, only uh, didn't complete eight passes out to compared to his 20 completions. Uh, 236 yards, one touchdown. And here comes my take from two weeks ago. Chris Lave, first NFL touchdown. It was his first. Wow. Okay. Yep. First. Uh, good for him. Uh, shock, and the big shock to my thing is uh, Dalvin Cook played. I thought he was not going to play this game. Uh, yeah, Dalvin Cook has not looked like the same. I mean, I feel like he's very injury prone. I feel like he tore his ACL two years ago. He was out. He missed about half the games last year. Yeah, I mean, 20 rushes for only 76 yards. Not good. But the biggest takeaway is, attention all fantasy owners, he's back. 147 receiving yards, Justin Jefferson. The best receiver in the NFL. And honestly, I don't think it's close. I think Stephon Diggs might take him. I love Diggs, but I think Jefferson just... He's got. He has. A, he's the only receiver in the NFL that has a chance to break any record Jerry Rice has. Yeah, I mean, I feel like if Justin Jefferson wants to cement himself as the best receiver, he needs to 
perform like that every week. I mean, he has two weeks that he needs to make up for. He has been missing for week uh, week two and three and week 45. I also enough. think a major thing is, is that he's playing like this without a Hall of Fame quarterback. Jerry Rice, who is undoubtedly the best receiver of all time, played with Joe Montana. Justin Jefferson's playing with Kirk Cousins and putting up those numbers. Uh, moving on uh, to an NFC game. Uh, this game gave, gave me big vibes to the Kansas City Chiefs-Rams game in 2018, but uh, that game was actually good. This is the Seahawks at the Lions. And the Lions, number one offense in the NFL, which is a shocker. Jared Goff, if he was on a good team, would probably be the MVP frontrunner. And to put up 45 points without Amon Ross St. Brown or DeAndre Swift, ridiculously impressive. Jamal Williams had over 100 yards, two touchdowns, and Goff's been great. Yeah, but let's talk about uh, the receiving leader for this week uh, all in the entire NFL, uh, TJ Hawkinson. TJ yeah. Hawkinson had almost 100, I think it was one yard one, off of 180. 180 about 180. Uh, and then he had two, two touchdowns. He had a, and only eight receptions. He also had a 74-yard catch that went just short of scoring. He got tackled at the one, but I believe he ended up catching that touchdown. And this is a breakout game from Hawkinson. While Hawkinson's been a top 10 tight end his whole career. Yeah, I mean, we, this is easily the best game. We've known career. Hawkinson's been a great draft pick for them, but wow, eight receptions, 179 yards. Goff, 375 yards passing, four touchdowns, and when you have that numbers, you can excuse that one interception. While the Lions did lose, I still think that the Lions can definitely get a wild card seed without offense. Yeah, I mean, uh, the Lions look great, especially their offense. I wouldn't be shocked if Jared Goff is a possible front runner for comeback player of the year. Yeah. Um, that, well, he didn't get injured, though, so he can't. But he can kind of. It I don't is, is injury a I think that's what it, it is. Yeah, uh, even if you have a really bad season. Uh Geno Smith looking like this superior Seattle quarterback from last year. And Rashad Penny, a guy who I love, finally had his breakout game of the year with hundred and fifty one yards rushing and two touchdowns with three rushing touchdowns of over thirty yards. Yeah, I mean Rashad Penny had a great game. I loved his comment last night after the Thursday night game, but we will talk about that more. And DK Metcalf pulled the Paul Pierce. Yeah, they're, they're, he's finally proving why they paid him. Uh, he got the money, and with everyone saying, "Oh, he's not going to get the same uh, yards with Geno Smith," uh, he current he had, he had 149 yards that game, and he was also carded off because he had to go to the bathroom. He was faking an injury, just like Paul Pierce when he was <laughs> on the Boston Celtics. Uh, and I quote, "The clinch walk wouldn't have made it." He tweeted. He tweeted out after the. Game the, the Moving on game. to what was surprisingly a pretty good game is uh the New York Jets at the Pittsburgh Steelers. We finally got to see Kenny Pickett, and it wasn't pretty. Uh, three interceptions, two of them were off-tipped passes. He did score two rushing touchdowns, but you know the Steelers should have done this from the beginning. Yeah, I mean, Kenny Pickett has a perfect pass rating as a starter. He had 10 completions to his own team and three to the other team. Um... I mean, yeah, he did have two rushing touchdowns, but I, I, I don't think he's a rusher. I mean, we saw him. Yeah. His biggest claim to fame is that fake Fakes, slide in oh. the ACC championship. One of the coolest plays you'll honestly ever see. So it's now illegal, but I mean, it's genius. I don't know how anyone hasn't done it before. Yeah, I mean, no one else had a phenomenal game. I mean, other than uh, George Pickens, 102 receiving yards, that's a career high for him. That's huge because Trubisky was not getting the ball to Pickens. And I'm a huge Trubisky supporter because he was former Bill. He seems like a great guy. He needed to go. Uh, It's Kenny Pickett time. He does play the best defense in the league this week, so we're going to have to see how that works out for him. But Zach Wilson in his comeback game... uh, Although he threw two interceptions, that game-winning drive was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, he's about sliding to Giselle's DMs after that game. I mean, wow. Uh, it's great to have him back. Uh, he actually I, caught a touchdown, too, from yeah. back Braxton Berrios. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I, don't, I, I like Zach Wilson. Uh, it's nice to see him back. Uh, Joe Flacco, he's 37. 
Yeah, uh, I think that the Jets in a couple years could be contenders. They're building up that receiving core. Elijah Mitchell, uh, sorry, not Elijah Mitchell, Elijah Moore, uh, Corey Davis, and Garrett Wilson. And they have some good pieces on defense with uh, Quinn and Williams. Okay, now let's get to a bad game, shall we? Yeah. Giants-Bears. Um, the Giants. Giants won. They did. Yeah, they're, they did. They're 3-1, and I think just because the the Mickey Mouse schedule they have, they can make the playoffs. They're not good. Daniel Jones hurt. Tyrod Taylor hurt. Saquon played some quarterback. And honestly, that should be the strategy. Keep Saquon in quarterback and run the ball literally every play. I think that's how the Giants win games. Um, Actually, Daniel Jones is expected to play uh, Sunday. Yes, he is. Uh, I don't know how that's going to go. It is obvious, though, and we did learn this from this past week, uh, the Giants offense is dependent on Saquon. We saw that, and it now makes sense why they just haven't been good the past couple years because they just haven't had Saquon. Saquon is, I think, making a case for the best running back in the NFL. I think him and Nick Chubb are the clear one and two, with Jonathan Taylor falling off big time this yeah, year. Yeah, I mean, if injury is required for comeback player of the year, I think Saquon is number one right now. Everyone oh, was, no, everyone no was thinking Henry. Uh, I honestly think Saquon Barkley's bounds ahead of Derrick Henry this season. I didn't season. mean to say no chance there. I meant, oh yeah, for sure. And yeah. uh, another, so something we're used to seeing from the Bears, the Giants receiving leader had three catches for 23 yards. Daniel Bellinger, uh, I've never heard of him. Uh, number two is Tanner Hudson, never heard of him with uh, Darius Slayton only getting 11 yards. Yeah, I mean, the Giants did not have a receiving game going. I mean, they had a combined total of 16 passes. But let's talk about it. The man actually caught a balls four yards, Darnell Mooney. Four catches for 94 yards. Yeah, he caught. Yeah. He, uh, caught, he, caught, he, caught your, he I got am balls. a big Darnell Mooney supporter. I think that you he said is trapped in Chicago. Times. One of the best uh, jump ball receivers, in my opinion, in the NFL. And it's good to see him getting targets. Um, Justin Fields sucks, though, so I don't think that's going to change yeah, I mean, the Justin trajectory Fields of his got career. got eaten alive, got sacked six times, had to, carry, had to run out seven different times. I mean, it's, it's a real situation. Once again, I can't really tell. He's under new management for the second year in a row. I think that Giants defense is legit. I know they haven't played great opponents, but, I mean, that, that Giants D-line is good. They have pieces in the secondary. Yeah, I mean, Kayvon looks, looked like the right pick at this point. I mean, Evan Neal just doesn't look like he's... Uh, we're going to move on to a divisional matchup between the Tennessee Titans and the Indianapolis Colts. And, no, uh, no, no, no. The Colts suck. Oh, yeah, they do. Suck. I was, uh, this is the point I think about halftime I started laughing at the dismay of the Colts. I mean, Jonathan Taylor averaging 2.1 yards per carry um, behind what was one of the best run-blocking O-lines in the NFL. I don't care if you have pieces missing. You can follow Quentin Nelson everywhere to average two yards a carry. Unacceptable. Yeah, I mean, the entire line's been shit other than Quentin Nelson. Uh, Quentin Nelson hasn't even been phenomenal either. Yeah, um, Derrick Henry, though, against a decent Colts defense, uh, 114 yards and a touchdown. Like we said last week, it was a quote-unquote breakout game for him. Uh, another great week from Derrick Henry. He's never going to be the same like he was uh, pre-last season, but it was good to see, and yeah, that's the main takeaways from this game. Actually, uh, in my opinion, I am going to add, I just, there is one more takeaway that you forgot to mention. Uh, the first round pick, Traylon Burks, uh, out with quote-unquote toe turf. He will be out for a couple of games. Turf toe. Turf toe. Did I just say toe turf? Yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, he's out for a couple of games. That's a big loss. I mean, you got to remember, he's the one that they traded uh, AJ, AJ, Brown AJ Brown for. for. I, th- I think that's one of the stupidest moves of the offseason. Yeah, I don't get it. Just pay the man. It's kind of, it's similar to what the Vikings and Bills did. 
But, I mean, they the Vikings-Bills got Stephon Diggs, top five receiver, Justin Jefferson, top five receiver. And when you trade away A.J. Brown, the best yards after catch receiver who is massive cannot be tackled for Traylon Burks. Yeah, there is one sad thing that came out of this game, and it's that Tannehill didn't suck. I mean, I want to see Malik Willis start as quarterback. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not a, as a Colts fan, uh, I don't even care about him being good or bad. I just want to see Malik Willis, what he can do. I just don't think Ryan Tannehill is that good. I don't think he was even, even that good down here in Miami. Uh, his best season was definitely the 2019 season. Yeah. When he led them to the AFC Championship game. Really, Derrick Henry led them there, but uh, Tannehill is still a big part of that. But just the NS, the, excuse me, AFC South not looking good like normal. Yeah, I mean, let's... Chargers-Texans was a weird game. Um, I think this proves my point that the Chargers are the most overrated team in football. They are not playoff. They are not a playoff team. They're not. They're they're not good. There's no other way to say it. This was a weird game, in my opinion. Uh, Big comeback. Thirty four to twenty four. I you're up twenty seven to seven and a half. And how how do you even let it within a two score game? Yeah. Um. One thing that I love to see as an Austin Eckler fantasy owner, thirty five points. Uh, I have him in every league that I'm in, which is three. Eckler, great game, 60 yards on the ground, two touchdowns, and in the air, six catches for 49 yards and a touchdown, and that's what that's how they win games. They need to get the ball to Austin Eckler and take deep shots with Justin Herbert. Yeah, speaking of running backs, Damian Pierce, phenomenal game, 14 rushes for 131 yards and one touchdown. He had a 75-yard touchdown, a great game. He was actually the only, wow, I'm just, we're looking at the stats right now. Damian Pierce was the only Texan to run the ball last week. Yeah. That's got to be, that has to be some kind of record to only have one player touch the ball. Now that's what I like to call some Lovey Smith offense. Yeah. I mean, Pierce averaged almost 10 yards a carry, but this is just, the statute is weird. I mean. It's weird. The Texans, they're the worst team in the league, like you said. They're the only one this team. I do think and Davis Mills is, I think he's a, a, he's a decent quarterback. Yeah, I think it really boils down to, and as an Illinois fan, I have firsthand uh, experience with this, Lovey Smith. I really just don't think he's a good head coach. His claim to fame was creating, I think it was the 3-4 defense in like the early 2000s. Yeah, um, something that we uh, that does make me happy to see Mike Williams with a great game. And without Keenan Allen, the Chargers passing offense did not struggle. I mean, they put up 34 points a game against the worst team in football. But uh, that's all for that game. I think main takeaways from that are really the Chargers are not going to make the playoffs, and the Texans still suck, although they put up a fight. There was something good that came out of this game, though. Mm. Justin Herbert did make a victory brisket. Huh? Justin Herbert has a tradition to cook barbecue every time they win, and he brought a brisket to the team compound. That is one of the— It's the weirdest thing. It is so weird. Yeah. But it is funny. All right, uh, moving on from that, we're going to go to Falcons-Browns. Um, the Cleveland Browns, man, they're so inconsistent. Uh, losing to the Jets and the Falcons, but you beat the Panthers and the who? Who did they beat? What was the other team? Um, I don't remember. But the point stands. Um, Nick Chubb, another Steelers. great game. Steelers? They beat the Steelers. Oh, that's not an accomplishment. Uh even with Deshaun Watson, this team is not a playoff contender. Watson, in the one preseason game he played against the Jags, looked awful. Um, Chubb making the argument for why he's the best running back in football, 118 on the ground, and a touchdown. Yeah, I mean, there wasn't anything special about this game. The main takeaway is Cordell Pass. It's now on the IR. That's yeah. a huge loss for them. Huge. Um, After put, having his best ever day the week before, to have him go down is detrimental. 
Yeah, let's go on to, uh, in my opinion, uh, defense run game. Uh, Cowboys Commanders. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys, Cooper Rush is 4-0 as a starter. He's the first ever Cowboys quarterback to win his first four games. And uh, Cooper Rush, I mean, he's a game manager. He's never going to be that star quarterback. I still, There's not going to be quarterback controversy in Dallas. Prescott's better. Um, but I think that something that's really big for the Cowboys is that they're winning games without Dax, though they can give him the max amount of time that he needs to heal. Yeah, I mean, uh, their defense just looked phenomenal. Uh, I think they held him to third in like more than 25 yards, I think three times. Wow. Which is horrible. Carson Wentz is getting slaughtered. I think he's been sacked the most in the NFL. I think no matter, 17 sacks. No matter where he goes, that will always happen. And something I don't like to see, Tony Pollard uh, averaging under a yard per carry on eight carries. But C.D. Lamb, uh, he had almost 100 yards and a touchdown. C.D. has been up and down this season. But something that's huge for the Cowboys, they got Michael Gallup back after missing all of last season and the first couple games. He did have a touchdown. So when Dak comes back, he will have more than Noah Brown and C.D. Lamb. Because Schultz, yeah, I think, uh, is... Cowboys oh, look... Schultz did play. No catches, but he did play, so that's big for the Cowboys. I too. didn't start him. <laughs> I started Tyler Higby. We're good. Yeah. Um, yeah, uh, it's just interesting. I think Cowboys, obviously, I feel like they are they have a good shot at a wild card. Maybe I the think Eagles that... fall off. They I, would say, I would say at this point they're a lock for a wild card spot. I think if you're winning games with Cooper Rush at quarterback, then once Dak becomes fully healthy, I think that they're going to win a lot of games. I want to see Dak prove himself. I mean, he hasn't been phenomenal since 2016. Yeah. Year. Moving on to my upset pick for last week that didn't quite pan out, the Jacksonville Jaguars against the Philadelphia Eagles. And I was so happy because I was like, oh my God, the Jags are actually going to win when they go up 14-0 in the first quarter after picking off Hurts, uh, and they fell apart from there. Yeah, I mean, they got a pick six. Uh, I think it was either on the second or opening drive. It was the opening drive. It was opening? Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that was huge for the Jaguars. They just couldn't complete the game. Uh, going up 14 nothing, like you said, in the four- first quarter was huge. They just they couldn't do anything. Pretty sure Trevor Lawrence fumbled three times. Trevor Lawrence fumbled four times and lost all four. Wow. Okay, so I really understand that. He also threw a pick, and James Robinson only touching the ball eight times. He, he- also fumbled. How many? He did one, one time, time, but he got it back, though. All right. Uh, Robinson has been great this season. I think only giving him the ball eight times is a crime. Christian Kirk did not have the great game we had seen from him this season. But on the other side of the football, Miles Sanders scoring two touchdowns is insane because Miles Sanders, the whole 2020 season, I believe, he yeah. did not score a single touchdown. He's really been really bad at scoring touchdowns in his career. But it's uh it's cool to see him get over a hundred. Yeah, Miles Sanders yards. took the team, put him in like a bag, and put him in his on his back. And in classic Eagles fashion, they ran they had four rushing touchdowns and no passing touchdowns. The Eagles are a run first football team, and when you have a team that can run the ball that well, that will beat out any team that can pass the ball that well. Yeah, I mean let's talk uh the big takeaway is oh that Eagles line, that D line is that's kind of scary. Yeah. Uh, three sacks. Uh, I can only imagine how many quarterback pressures they had in the... Uh... Oh, four sacks. My apologies. You know what this Eagles team reminds me a lot of? The 2019 Ravens. Being able to run that ball that efficiently with a breakout year from your quarterback that's better at running than he is throwing. I mean, that that's that's huge. Yeah. Uh, I do think the... I do think the Eagles, obviously, they could lock down that uh, division. Soon. I mean, Soon. yeah, I it's think close. right now, uh, this actually is not biased. I think we will probably see a 
as long bearing any injuries, I think we'll probably see a Bills Eagles Super Bowl. I wouldn't hate that. that. I really wouldn't. That would be the battle of the craziest fans in sports. Yeah. The world would not be able to handle that. Yeah. Um, this just in the NFL Players Association and NFL actually fully agreed on changing the concussion protocol before Sunday's kickoff. It's needed. It has been officially confirmed. It is happening. Good. All right. Uh, we are going to move on. Oh, Cardinals Panthers. To Yeah, Cardinals Panthers. Yikes. Sorry. <laughs> Go. Yikes. Oh, uh, Car- the Cardinals look better in this game. They just, their big issue, they need to hit the ground running. They can't They can't do this and not score until right. stall and s- until the second quarter. I mean, they were down 10-3 to at halftime. Uh, Kyler Murray, um, not sure if it was a double XP weekend. I, I don't believe it was, but... Neither do I. Kyler's just looked really average. He looked great in the Raiders game in the second half. I mean, phenomenal that, that he was playing backyard football in that game. But you need to get the ball to James Conner. And I think the DeAndre Hopkins uh, suspension kind of showing up. Their pass game has been lacking. And I think when you get Hopkins, it's going to be huge because you can just get that guy that you can literally throw the ball to almost every playback. I mean, no one was good. I It proved four things, in my opinion. You want to know what those four things are? It's a lot of things, but let's see. Yeah, them. okay. Uh, Kyler Murray's overpaid a little bit. A little? A lot. Uh, I don't think resigning Cliff Kingsbury was a smart idea. Horrible idea. Uh, Matt Rule is a horrible head coach. Yep. And uh, Baker Mayfield, it was the issue. Yeah. Uh, I think that actually, I definitely reasonable why Odell acted as he did in Cleveland when you have Baker Mayfield at quarterback. Yeah, I mean, I I get those are a lot of takeaways, but I think those are pretty valid takeaways. Yeah, I think both of these head coaches will be fired by the end of the season. Really? I don't think Cliff King's right by the end of the season. Uh, maybe a couple of years, but he's, he's not bad. getting that whole contract. He's really bad. All right, we're going to move on to my favorite game of the week. Uh, the Buffalo Bills against the Baltimore Ravens. The Bills started off extremely sloppy. Josh Allen threw an interception that was it was tipped at the line um, on the first drive. The Ravens score. Um, Bills punt. Score. Bills fumble. Score. They're up 20-3. to three. Yeah, I mean, if you're the Ravens, how the hell do Two you times. lose a 20 to 10? 23. Huh? It was seven. No, 20 to 10 lead at half. It's 20 to. Oh, no, it was 20. Wait. It was 20 to. 20 wait. to 10 at half. Oh, it was. Yeah. Oh. I mean, but how do you blow that? I mean, you were you were up 14 to 3 in the first quarter. Yeah, um, the, the Ravens, their highest lead was 17. They were up 20 to 3. And, um,. Josh Allen played great in the second half. His stats don't show it. He it's it's clear that Mahomes is QB one and Allen's QB two. Yeah, I mean after this week's performance, I mean the two people who we thought were one and two in the MVP race, I mean they just neither of them performed what we all expected. And I think Mahomes just pushed up himself the one. I think Lamar dropped down to three, Josh Allen at two, and Mahomes is obviously leading right now MVP Mah- discussion. Hurts at four. Hurts just doesn't have the passing stats, but. To blow two double-digit leads at halftime at home in the span of two weeks, the Ravens, you know, they have been trailing this season for 14 seconds total. They're 2-2. Two and two. Yeah, I, I feel like you want to know who they're really feeling the miss of? Uh, preseason, their, their, their mascot got injured. <laughs> they're really feeling that. No, no team spirit whatsoever. Um, the Bills' defense, actually, while they allowed 20 points, they played great. Um, it's hard to stop a team when they get the ball at the five-yard line. Did Xavier Howard play? No, he did not. He did not. Uh, he did not. 
Xavier Rhodes. Xavier Rhodes. Um, I keep saying Xavier Howard. Jordan Poyer is out on that like gate on the interception that prevented the Ravens from scoring. He did get injured. He's out this week with a rib injury. But playing against the Steelers that shouldn't be a problem. Yeah. Bills are the best team in football. When you can come down from adversity like that, I think that's yeah. It's huge. Next game is Pats Packers. Real quick before we start talking about, congratulations to Aaron Rodgers being the fifth player uh, to get five hundred career touchdowns. Yeah, I, I it was. I feel like it was just yesterday that he threw his fourth to uh, Devontae Adams in their game against Philadelphia. I mean, he's been great the last couple of years. Not as good this year. No, I mean, when he does you, not look like MVP Rodgers. I don't think he's making back, back, back. When you almost lose to Bailey Zappi, um, problem, but. I think the Packers still desperately missing Devontae Adams, especially with that dropped, I'm putting this in quotes, that dropped touchdown by Romeo Dobbs. Yeah, I mean, I wanted to talk about this. Thank you for bringing it up. Bailey Zappi, uh, I was, I tweeted out this, uh, if you don't know, I run the Twitter account. Um, I tweet out, uh, I replied, I think, to an Adam Schefter post. I was like, does anyone else want Bailey Zappi to start instead of Brian Hoyer? Uh, Brian Hoyer is now on the IR, and until Mac Jones gets back, Billy Zappi is the starting quarterback. Yeah, uh, 10 for 15, 99 yards on touchdown. Nothing special, but he was able to rally um, the team with that run game of that duo between uh, Damian Harris and Ramondre Stevenson. No great players in the passing game. Um, I want to go back to that Romeo Dobbs drop touchdown. I know the catching rules are so stupid and specific. That play looked like a touchdown to me. He had full pos- full possession of that ball. If the ground can't cause a fumble, why can it cause an incompletion? <laughs> yeah, I mean, you said this earlier in a previous episode. Uh, the Packers, if they want to win, they need to run the ball, and that is exactly what they did. They Aaron Jones for 110 yards and A.J. Dillon for 73. To me, the best running back duo. Yeah, phenomenal duo. I mean, if Jonathan Taylor was as good as he was last year, I think Naheem Hines and him could have made a case, but honestly, A.J. Dillon and Aaron Jones. And Alan Lazard with a great game. Uh, I think Lazard is... If he was still a wide receiver, too, I think he's the top five wide receiver, too. I think he's severely underrated. I just think he didn't get that production because, I mean, Devontae Adams. Lazard had a great game. Uh, Dobbs had a touchdown. I'm just really mad at Dobbs because he dropped that touchdown. It was a great Aaron Rodgers throw. Like, that, to me, is a vintage Aaron Rodgers throw. Just the perfect deep ball, putting it in the perfect spot yeah. in the end zone. There's a lot of takeaways for this it. game. I mean, obviously, the uh, Patriots losing their quarterback, too. But surprisingly, I mean, a six-round draft pick rookie this year who's a third-string backup being thrown into a game at Lambeau Field, I feel like it was a pretty decent career start. It was. Um, I don't see him being anything special, I think. People, I keep seeing these videos on TikTok saying that start a quarterback gets injured. And oh, my God. Guy they, is okay. it Tom Brady? Tom Brady is a once-in... No, hey, other, don't bash Cooper Rush. No other player in NFL history will have the story of Tom no. Brady. And it, I, I don't want to hear. Patriots fans are annoying. They think they're going to be good. They're not. Patriots won't be good for a while. I think there's a serious chance Bel- this is Belichick's last year coaching. He's yeah. not going to get fired, but I think he might retire. I, I wouldn't be shocked if he stays with the team because he is general manager as general manager, but I wouldn't be shocked if he hands the ropes to Matt Patricia, Ugh. which isn't a good option, Notes, but I could, but I could see it happen. I could see it happen. Yeah, um, or maybe possibly a Leslie Frazier. The ooh, Bills defensive coordinator has been that's great. That's not a bad one. And the Patriots are always a defensive-minded team. We're going to move on. Another divisional matchup, the AFC West. Broncos Raiders, um, the Broncos scored their most points of the season in this game with 23. I mean, I don't have a lot of words for this. Josh Jake, was this the Josh? Yeah, Josh Jacobs played. Fun- he won me fantasy. 
this phenomenal. Yeah, no, I think close to thirty six points, uh, one hundred fifty yards on the ground, two touchdowns, and he in the passing game five catches for thirty one yards. A great game, Devontae Adams. I mean, that's what you gotta do. You gotta throw him the ball nine times. He uh, over hundred yards rushing. Carr only threw for one hundred eighty eight yards. Wow. Yeah, I mean, uh, Devontae Adams finally got the ball. Uh, it, there wasn't really a lot of takeaways. I mean, Josh Jacobs proving why he wants to be re-signed. He is on his fifth-year option, so he does have something to prove. If he, he keeps performances, maybe even, not even performances like his, but performances like half as good as this, I mean, he can make a case to be re-signed by the Raiders. I'm trying to think of the scoring breakdown of this game, because they only had two offensive touchdowns, both coming from Josh Jacobs. I know they had a defensive touchdown. At halftime, the score was 19-16. Raiders leading. I don't know how... They scored a field goal in the first quarter. Josh Jacobs had a rushing touchdown. So that's a 10. And then they had a defensive fumble uh, touchdown. They missed the PAT. Uh, They had to, but then they kicked a field goal. And then they kicked a field goal before halftime ended. Okay, I see. And then another Josh Jacobs touchdown, and then two more field goals? Yeah. I mean, that offense, actually, besides Josh Jacobs, is pretty bad. Only... Uh, less than 200 yards passing, but Russell Wilson played easily the best game of the season, which 237 yards and two touchdowns isn't even that great of a game. No, um, I mean, the biggest loss was Javante Williams getting injured. Tearing his ACL and his LCL. Melvin Gordon, how many times did he fumble? Can you check that? I know you're... One. Oh. No, yeah. <laughs> I, saw, I saw a video of people making a big deal. Yeah, because that. he's always had an issue with fumbling. Always. Uh, even I was watching the game last night, the Colts-Broncos game, and I think they mentioned Melvin Gordon fixing his fumbling issue, I think, about seven times. I was so pissed off at the, because they kept saying it. Judy and Sutton, both for 50 yards and a touchdown. And Russell Wilson completed a passes to uh, 10 different receivers on 17 completions. Um, the Broncos don't have a true wide receiver one that can catch the ball 10 times in a game and go off. Uh, Judy's good. Sutton's good. They don't have any great receivers, and I think that's missing. Yeah, let's go over to, uh, in my opinion, the worst uh, division matchup of the week, and that is Rams-Niners. Uh, this game was painful to watch. Uh, defending champs, uh, Rams just aren't... They're just not them. Debo with... Debo cooked Jalen Ramsey on that touchdown. I know he didn't burn him, but he, I mean, Jalen Ramsey completely whiffed that tackle. And the I, entire secondary did. I actually think that Jalen Ramsey this season has been not good. He really hasn't. And I think that the best corner league could go to Pat Sertan as of now. Yeah, I mean, Matthew Stafford, his big issue is he needs to learn that there's two. There's people on the field other not named Cooper Cup and Tyler Higbee. Cup's going off this year. Again, uh, really great season. He's averaging like 30 points a game in fantasy, which just shows you his total stats between catches I mean, yards. Yeah, touchdowns. I mean, I love Cup. I mean, I think we can all universally agree he's a phenomenal receiver. He's a great person, too. He's not hated. He, he doesn't go showboating and all right. that. Um. The issue, I feel like the issue is uh, with Stafford. He only throws to him. Uh, Stafford gets angry when people comment about that. I actually, I want to see more of Ben Skoranek and Lance McCutcheon. Uh, Allen Robinson just hasn't. He's had a lot of throws that should have been caught for some stuff between the past couple games and just hasn't been there. I think that the biggest takeaway from this game is that Bobby Wagner could lay out a normal person. Oh, um, that was hilarious. See that the guy is He's pressing charges. Him. Yeah. Uh, Ridiculous. He committed the crime. Bobby Wagner so did nothing wrong, really. The fun The fun thing is, uh, so this guy who's filing charges uh, is pleading guilty because of this lawsuit okay. to trespassing. All right. Uh, streaking. Okay. And uh, I 
forgot what the other one is. But by filing this lawsuit, he's essentially uh, saying that he was doing all these things. Okay, uh, Bobby Wagner did nothing wrong. I don't think at all. I mean, you're running at him with a a smoke bomb. And literally, I mean, he didn't hit him that hard. Bobby Wagner can hit harder than he did. Bobby Wagner, if he really wanted to, he probably could have broken that guy's shoulder. Yeah, he, I mean, he gave him, like, a hard shove. Yeah. He didn't do anything wrong. The guy's not injured. I mean, come on, dude. You're an idiot. Stop doing it. That's the second time uh, at SoFi Stadium that someone with a pink smoke bomb was in the field. It was Levi. It, oh, it was in San well, Fran. California still. Yeah, uh, the only big takeaway was Debo Samuel looked phenomenal this game. Uh, Rams aren't that great uh, right now. I mean, they could turn it around. Uh, once again, I mean, if you're a Rams fan, I mean, I'm a Rams fan. I'm angry at them. Yes, we won a Super Bowl, though. You know, it softens the blow a little bit. I know if the Bills won a Super Bowl, I wouldn't care if they went 0-17 the following year. Exactly, because you'd still get the first overall pick. We are (laughs) (laughs) going... Not how I was thinking it, but hey, that's a good way to think of it, too. Uh, We're going to move on to the Sunday night football game between the Kansas City Chiefs and Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Tom Brady, uh, phenomenal game. He played a better game than Mahomes did, actually. Um... Brady with almost 400 yards passing and three touchdowns. Um, they ran the ball six times total. Mike Evans with eight catches, 103 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, normally, when you have this stat line, you'd think they'd win, but Mahomes played a great game, and Clyde Edwards-Alaire the having Chiefs a phenomenal season. are that team. Uh, Brady did. Uh, there, were some, there were some looks. Uh, he might have injured his shoulder a little bit. Well, um, in the, in the second quarter. I mean, he is dealing with a finger and shoulder injury. Speaking of Tom Brady, he is officially getting divorced. And I think that part of the reason why Brady has been so bad the first, what was it? First three weeks was that Four. I think the marital problems, well, he played good last week. Um, mm-hmm. the marital problems definitely factor in. I think we are going to see a great game from Tom Brady. Yeah. Week. There is one thing I did notice though, uh, in the Sunday night game, uh, he was, he looked like he wasn't playing with emotion at all. It looked like he was just playing i think that's huge because tom brady's that guy you we've all seen his let's go before every game and yeah. brady plays with emotion and i think it's a you need to have emotion when you're playing football yeah i do feel bad for the guy uh as a person not as a player uh i just don't understand why he didn't retire i mean he would have made so much more money doing uh the fox uh analyst job yeah but i i don't think brady's over i think the bucks are gonna take that division quite easily it's not gonna be close um, and now, final game, Dylan. Oh, let's talk about it, folks. Pat McAfee had a field day with this game, most likely. Uh, not as a Colts fan, but as a special teams player. The Colts-Broncos Thursday night game of week five. Um, I watched the second corner and half of the third, and I can say this is probably the worst game of football I've ever seen. Uh, five field, seven field goals, sorry. Seven, yes. I, Wait, no, uh, yeah. I mean, I have, honestly, I don't think there's any words to describe. I'm all for getting rid of ties, but I think the reason why ties stay is for games like this that should have been Not to mention there were 12 uh, combined punts between the two teams. Uh, Eli Manning said last week uh, in the Manning cast, uh, they should have paid the the punter uh, $250, and it showed. Do you mind looking up and seeing how many times Matt Ryan was sacked? I think it was... Matt Ryan has over 10 fumbles on the season. He fumbled twice, did not lose any, though. Um... The only good performances this uh, this week on offense, quote-unquote, was the rookie Alec Pierce out of Cincinnati. He had eight receptions, 81 yards. Phenom- a great game for him. Uh, but the real star of the Colts was, I mean, for both teams, was really their defense. Um, although their offense both sucks on both sides, uh, the defense really made a statement this game. I tweet out, and I thought it was true. 
whoever gets the first defensive touchdown of the game will win this game. And it almost happened. The Colts almost got a run back interception, but of course the seventh round rookie tripped. Uh, there's the, like I said, I don't really have a lot of words from this game. It was awful. The, like I'm sorry for repeating. There's no other way to say awful game. Thursday night football needs to be disbanded. I said it last week. Give me a Monday night he- doubleheader. Yeah, I would love a Monday night. Doubleheader. Next week we have Commanders Bears that has potential to be oh, worse. Uh, not to mention apparently uh, week six Broncos are back in prime time. Yeah, Broncos play, I think have the most Mon- prime time. They play season. Sunday night. Uh, the only real good player this entire game uh, was shockingly uh, Stephon Gilmore. Uh, he a had pick a, and the game se- the deflection. Yeah, at the end of uh, the game. let's talk. I want to talk about this real quick. Not player stats. Uh, let's talk about play calling. Uh, Broncos have the ball on the Colts' sixteen yard line. It is two minutes and fourteen seconds left in the fourth quarter. They are up by three points I th- right now. I think it's third and four. Russell Wilson. I don't think he would ever make the mistake. I and late in the game, the fourth and one, he would run the ball. I think he made the. I think uh, he probably made the mistake of. You think he's an he audibled out and to a pass. We heard I mean, Rashad Penny say that he audibled a lot of run plays. I think he audibled to a pass. I think he wants the spotlight. I mean, I'm just saying. I mean, it's you have two minutes and fourteen seconds uh, until the game is over, and it's third and four. You have two downs realistically to get closer to the field. You have one down realistically, but to try for first down. What are you doing? You just yeah. you threw away the game there. I'm a Colts fan, uh, and I just I was I had no emotion towards that game in the second half. I just sat, I just stood there with my mouth open, like very confused. Why Why do you throw the ball? All right, that's gonna wrap it up for our game discussions for this week. Now we're gonna move on to our week five game picks, starting with the London game for the second week in a row. We have Giants Packers. Dylan, honestly, I wouldn't be shocked if the Giants win this. Ooh, that uh, is, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough offense. I think it's gonna be more of a defensive battle between the two teams. Uh, if they can shut down the run, there's a big chance the Giants could t- come away with a win in London. Um, I have a lot of friends that are Giants fans. They've been telling me, "Oh yeah, just wait, just wait till we beat the Packers this week." It's not going to happen. I think the Packers win. Yeah, it's going to be a real tough game. There's a chance. I mean, there's always a chance anything can happen. Yeah. But uh, Lions-Patriots. Uh, I think that the Lions, Lions. are going to blow them out. Lions, Lions win. Best offense against the Patriots defense, who has been super shaky. Moving on to what was a really great game last season. Uh, it was had over 90 points. Chargers-Browns. This is a tough one. Chargers. No doubt. No hesitation. No, no, no hesitation. I don't uh, know. I, no, I, I don't. Uh, Browns have only... a pretty good defense, Ed, when you only Miles win by... Miles is back. That is... Yeah, that makes a huge difference. I'm gonna... I guess this would be Is upset. it in SoFi? No, it's in Cleveland. Ooh, then Cleveland might win. Okay, I didn't know that. I'm going with the dogs. I hate to pick them because of I'll, I'll choose history. the dogs. I didn't know it was in Cleveland. Uh, What's going to be another blowout? Texans, Jags. Jags easily take that one. Now, that is the type of game that the Texans would win. Yeah. Totally. It's but AFC South matchup. Uh, if they do, I mean, it can go either way. I mean, they both, I mean, obviously the Texans suck. I'll, I'll take the Jags. I mean, I should root for the Texans as a Colts fan, uh, but Jags win it. That division is wide open. Uh, yeah. We're going to move on to Falcons-Bucks. I think Tom Brady's going to... I would like to see the Falcons win. I think Tom Brady's going to have a phenomenal game. I'm going to say he throws for 350 yards and three touchdowns for the second week. In I feel a 28-3 to halftime, if you if you know what I mean. Hey, if you know what I mean. Possible. But, um, yeah, yikes. Um, This next game, the home... Oh, I, cho- I choose I choose Bucks, by the way, to win yeah. that. My bad. Um, This next game, the home team is favored by 14 points. Uh, The Pittsburgh Steelers at the Buffalo Bills. This is the biggest spread uh, in, since 1970. 
Yeah. Uh, there's never been a team favored by 14 points since 1970. The Bills are going to smoke the Steelers. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be interesting to see. Because Kenny Pickett, you have to remember, is actually getting first-team reps now. Uh, he is officially the Kenny starter. Kenny Pickett against the number one-ranked Bills defense. Now, they don't have Micah Hyde or Jordan Poyer. But also, something I found out last week. Matt Milano played safety in college. That's why his coverage skills are so good. Uh, I mean, it's, it's not going to be close. Yeah, I think Bills win that because it's... I also in Buffalo. I mean, I want to. I, it is going to be interesting to see once again what Kenny Pickett does. But there's no way they win that. Dolphins Jets. Uh, Tua was Tua up until about three days ago was questionable, which is ridiculous. That makes me so mad. He should be a hundred percent out. He has been suggested by CTE specialists to, to retire. retire. I mean, that's a lot. Tyreek Hill's questionable. He's probably playing. I mean, Tyrod Taylor's starter. I mean, but I mean, you got you got Teddy Zach Wilson starting at home. His starting debut at home this season. He wins. Agreed. Yeah, I mean, there's no I doubt. I think the Jets take that one. Uh, Bears, Vikings, blowout, Vikings. Vikings win that by a mile. Bears, oh wait, I forgot to include the Bears in my bottom five. Oh yeah, the Bears would be number two. Everyone would get pushed down. Yeah. Sorry for that. Bears <laughs> are awful. Um, Titans, Commanders. I'm going Titans. Titans, Commanders. I mean, that Titans front line is worse than what the Commanders have gone up against. It's going to go either way because it is in Washington. Knights have won two in a row. That is Banners true. Banners have lost three uh, in a row. It really just comes down to if Derrick Henry. I, I think I take Washington because they're at home. Mm-hmm. I feel that's what it comes down to. We're going to move on to a uh, a game that was a Monday nighter last year. Uh, Seahawks-Saints. Geno Smith and DK Metcalf are hot. So is Rashad Penny. I think the Seahawks beat the Saints on the road. That was going to be interesting. Um, I think Geno Smith does... T- take the win with, with the Seahawks. Um, but Andy Dalton is starting. Uh, I think they're without Michael Thomas again. It's going to be an interesting game. I think it's actually going to be a pretty damn good game. Um, we're going to move on to 49ers-Panthers. I have the 49ers as a top-five team. I have the Panthers as a bottom-five team. You know my pick. 49ers. 49ers win all route for the Panthers. Because you are a Rams yeah. fan. Well, we got to Eagles-Cardinals. And you know what? Eagles, Eagles win. As much as I think the Eagles are great, I am going to... Pick the opposing team until they beat the Eagles. Kyler Murray is going to beat Jalen Hurts. I just don't agree with that. I honestly, I think. Uh, oh, I, I, th- I think Eagles win. I think the Eagles are going to win, but I'm picking the Cardinals. Um, I actually thought last week the Jags would win, but we're gonna move on. Cowboys Rams. Um, I, this is gonna hurt you, but I think you're gonna pick with me. I think you're gonna pick the Cowboys as well. It's going to be interesting, actually. It is in SoFi. Um, I think this game can honestly go either way. It's just, it's really the matter of time until when is that loss coming for Cooper Rush? I don't think it's going to come this week. I think Stafford has been a bottom 10 quarterback this season. Yeah, uh, he has not been great. It can go either way. I mean, I'm choosing the Rams, honestly. With that Cowboys defense, I think we could see Cooper Cup get locked up. Trayvon Diggs has been great this season. If, His if coverage Co- skills yeah. have taken a massive leap from last if year. If Cooper Cup does get locked up, I I honestly, at that point, I don't care for the win. I would just like to see what the young receivers like Ben Skroniker, the rookie Lance McCutcheon, has in store. Yeah, we're going to move on to what should be a great Sunday night game between the, the red-hot Cincinnati Bengals, honestly. I think the Ravens turn it around Against and win that game. I'm picking the Ravens to go two and three. I think that when Jamar Chase, I think the Bengals and Vikings are in similar situations, right? When their number one receivers go off, I don't think they're going to lose. Yeah, I mean, it's just, it can go either way. Ravens defense has been really bad this year, and I think Jamar Chase is going to gritty three times. Three. 
I'm not saying he's going to That's more than two, Sam. That is more than two. Wow, That's okay. Good counting there. Um, <laughs> we're Monday night game, uh, Raiders-Chiefs. This game was, yeah, Raiders-Chiefs probably a lot more hyped up preseason. Uh, Chiefs go 4-1. and one. Yeah, Chiefs obviously win this. It's in Kansas City. It's in Arrowhead. I mean, there's no doubt in my mind. And we are going to also predict the shit show of a Thursday night football Commanders, game for week six. Commanders win. No doubt. No need to even discuss that. I think Commanders win. Yeah, um, I agree. If you guys uh, want to talk about uh, our takes with us and Sam's top five worst and best teams, make sure to check out at Last Minute SP on Twitter. And uh, Instagram. And Instagram. We will be posting uh, those graphics later today and tomorrow. So make sure to keep us posted. If you guys have any suggestions, any questions or any segments that you guys want to see. some comments on Twitter and Instagram. We'd love to see it. All right. Thank you for listening. I'm Sam. I'm Dylan. And, and this, this was, was the Last Minute Sports, Sports Podcast. Podcast.